Hello everybody and welcome back to episode 5 of Energetics and Alchemy. If you're listening in, thank you so much for being here, I really appreciate it. For those of you who listened to my last episode, if you would believe it, I just did the same thing with my microphone where I had it turned around facing the wrong way and then called my partner in and told him that the recording didn't sound very good quality and I didn't know why and he literally just once again spun it around the right way and now it sounds fine so (laughs) um, pretty embarrassing that's happened twice now but anyway we're good to go now so I hope everyone has been having a really lovely day wherever they are or night or whatever time it is where you are in the world I have just gotten home from work or I've been home for maybe like an hour or so um I finish, I mean, I work a day job during the day and I finish work fairly early. I finish at like 2.30, so finished work, went to the gym for like half an hour or so, just got home and had a shower, so I'm nice and cosy now. And I'm recording this on the Virgo full moon, which is pretty exciting. So I've got some plans tonight to do like a little bit of a full moon ritual. I mean, I have like a bath and I've bought some um, eucalyptus and I think I'm going to make like a bath tea kind of situation like fill a little bag with some herbs and stuff and yeah just have like a really nice full moon bath um but I am planning on making maybe like a little reel or something to post on Instagram about what my full moon ritual will be tonight I do generally try to um do something for the new moons and full moons I particularly really like new moons because they're a great time for manifesting But the full moon tonight, I think, has some really good energy around it as well. So, um, yeah, full moons are kind of better for releasing. So I'm going to be focusing on releasing limiting beliefs and, yeah, just limitations I've been placing on myself tonight. So excited for that. I'm just trying to think of whether I have any other, like, personal kind of updates. I'm recording from my new desk, actually, which is really exciting. Um, So some of you... If you listened to that last episode, might remember that I had mentioned that we were like renovating a new desk for my office or an old desk that is now a new desk. (laughs) Um, So we had picked up like an old antique desk and so I was painting it and yeah, like revamping it and it's all done now and it's up in my office. So yeah, I'm really loving my new little desk setup. It's super cute. I've got like dried flowers around me and a really nice like selenite tower lamp, which is really beautiful. And yeah, it's just a whole vibe. Uh, So yeah, it's Tuesday um, at the moment for me. Tomorrow is Wednesday and tomorrow is my last day of work before... Oh, sorry, I just hit my hand on the desk. It's my last day of work before we go away this weekend. We're going away for like three nights, I think it works out to be. Um, But yeah, we're going to be heading up to Harvey Bay, which is where... Mine and my partner's families are, so that's very exciting too. I obviously love being in Harvey Bay and love visiting family, but I also get really excited for the drive up because the drive from Brisbane where we are to Harvey Bay is really, really beautiful. You get to drive through the Sunshine Coast, which is full of like rainforest, hinterland kind of vibes and obviously the beach, (laughs) which I just absolutely love. So yeah, we normally stop along the way. I think we'll be leaving late Thursday morning and we will probably stop at like um, Malini or Noosa. I'm not really 100% sure yet. I generally like to either stop at like Noosa and go to the beach or stop at one of the like waterfalls along the way, like um, Gardner Falls at Malini or... 
what's the other one we go to? Budroom Falls, Condolisla Falls, one of the three. Um, so yeah, I'm not too sure what the plan will be for the drive up, but I am excited for it because I know it's always a really beautiful time. Um, but yeah, that's about it for me for like little life updates, I guess. Nothing too exciting going on at the moment. Um, but yeah, just kind of chilling. So today I just want to have a bit of a like chatty episode, I guess. I feel like the last few episodes have been a little bit more like structured and a bit more informative. Not to say that this won't be informative, but um, more like, yeah, I don't know, just like structured information. Whereas this is more so just riffing, I guess, on a particular topic. <laughs> uh, so today we're going to be talking about toxic positivity and essentially also just like our experience as humans and how this ties into energetic work. So yeah, I guess we'll just kind of dive straight in. Um, but yeah, so we'll start with the idea of toxic positivity and essentially how this is just not it. <laughs> so I know we've been talking about the universal laws in previous episodes and a lot of these universal laws on surface level seem to be kind of hinged on the idea of like you need to be in a positive mindset all the time or high vibe all the time. And the reason I say on surface level is because that's not actually what they're saying, but I think that's how they can kind of be perceived just on like a surface level. Like when you're first introduced to them or when you first kind of hear about them, it can feel a little bit like it's just pushing this like high vibe, happy mindset agenda when that's not really the case, when you do understand them a little bit deeper or just understand like, I guess this kind of work, like energetic work and spiritual work a little bit deeper, you kind of start to get that that's not what we need to be doing and not necessarily what we should be advocating for. So I think the manifestation community and spiritual work can often be perceived as promoting this idea of needing to be positive all the time. Obviously, that's not necessarily like across the board for everyone that's in this community. Um, but that kind of idea can come across a lot in what people will talk about. So it can sometimes come across a little out of touch to, I guess, the real human experience, particularly those in the community who maybe are just um, a bit more focused on, I guess, like the love and light kind of vibe. And that's not throwing shade at anyone, of course. Like I don't have anyone in particular in mind when I'm talking about this. I just know that over the years, like I've definitely seen people in that space who are very much so on like the love and light bandwagon which is great like that obviously plays a role in everything but um that's not kind of the be all and end all and the expectation for people to be in that zone or that vibe all of the time just isn't what we're about here <laughs> and so especially when we're talking about law of attraction um obviously when people are talking about the idea of like attracting like it can be easy to draw from it the idea that to attract positive things you need to be positive and I feel like that's even like an example I kind of gave in the last episode I know I did mention that um there's a bit more to it than that like it's not as cut and dry as that but yeah when people talk about law of attraction I think it can be easy to slip into this mindset it's almost like a myth that people believe that you need to be like happy and high vibe all of the time to be attracting happy high vibe things and that's just not necessarily the case and so being happy and high vibe of course does tie into it all like at the end of the day if you're 
wallowing in negative emotions and feelings and self-pity and just really feeding into not feeling great and negative mindsets within yourself, then yes, this is not going to be attracting amazing experiences. As opposed to somebody who, on the other hand, might be living with like a really positive mindset. But this doesn't mean that having a bad day or a bad week or a bad month or year even is going to mean that you're suddenly just a magnet for terrible things happening to you. If you're going through a rough patch, that's not just like you're doomed. Like that's not how it works. And that's obviously not what we want to be perpetuating here in this space. And so I'll circle back to the difference between kind of toxic positivity and doing this kind of like spiritual mindset energetic work and basically how we can work with the law of attraction and law of correspondence and all of these laws that basically do state that our emotions and energy and feeling are influencing our outside world without the toxic positivity. So we will come back to that. But first, I guess the summary of what I want to talk about today is breaking down and getting rid of the idea that positivity all the time and, you know, love and light, high vibe, happy emotions all of the time are not necessarily the key to manifesting. It's deeper than that. And you can still be in a magnetic energy even when you are feeling a little bit low. Like you don't constantly have to be in this state of joy. So before we do go any further, I might just kind of clarify what I actually mean when I say toxic positivity. Uh, So a lot of you are probably familiar with the term, but for those who aren't, it's really just the idea that you need to be positive and happy and love and light all of the time. And the issue with toxic positivity is that A, it can seriously just wear us down. Like no one can be happy and bubbly and bright and loving life literally all of the time. It's just not humanly possible. So if you are holding yourself to that standard, you're going to be falling short and wearing yourself out and in turn potentially beating yourself up about the fact that you haven't been able to sustain that mindset. It's kind of like a... It's like almost setting ourselves up to fail. Like if you're holding yourself to this standard of, okay, I need to be happy and high vibe all of the time. I can't at all slip out of that. Then whenever you do have little human moments where you do kind of slip out of it for however long that may be, whether it's like an hour or a few days or a few weeks, that's going to feel like the end of the world to you. Like you're going to be beating yourself up. You're going to be really harsh on yourself and be like, oh my God, like why have I slipped out of that high vibe state? Nothing's going to be working for me if I'm not in a high vibe state. And that's exactly what we don't want to be doing. So that's kind of the point of this episode, I guess, is to get the message across that that doesn't need to be a thing. You don't need to be high vibe all of the time. It's not sustainable. It's not sustainable or realistic to be positive all of the time, especially in the face of what some of us have to experience and go through in life. And so the second reason toxic positivity is exactly that, toxic, is because it can be really silencing and dismissive of essentially just negative emotions and dismissive of people's experiences. So we can't just slap a positive outlook on everything that we experience in life. Sometimes as humans, we experience really awful things, or sometimes we experience tragedies in life. Sometimes we'll struggle with mental health. And these things are part of the human experience. So I'm sorry, I might sound a bit repetitive saying human experience over and over again. 
but that's really just what it is. Like we're on this earth as humans. And part of that is that we do have to deal with really terrible things sometimes. So that's just part of our experience here. Some things in life literally just aren't fair and there's no real justifying that. But we are living in the 3D human world and while we may have control over our inner world and that can definitely help us to make changes and call in desires and be magnetic in our outer world, there are certain elements of life that we just can't control. And so just circling back quickly, when I say it can be dismissive, that can be on yourself if you're in this mindset. So it can be dismissive towards your own feelings. Like if you're feeling sad or grief or anger or anything like that and you're just really pushing yourself to like get over it and be happy and you need to just be positive, like you can't be feeling these emotions. It's dismissive in that sense. But it can also be dismissive towards other people too if you're pushing this kind of positivity onto others as well. And that's definitely something people, pretty much all of us, I feel pretty confident in saying, have done at one point or another or will do. And most of the time, like, there's no ill intention here. Like, if we're trying to push positivity onto someone, we're normally doing it from a place of love and just wanting that person to be happy and just kind of, you know, trying to give them a positive spin on things. But again, sometimes it can just come across as very dismissive. There are certain circumstances and times where you just don't need this over-the-top positivity. Sometimes people just need to feel the feels and just need to work through whatever it is that they're feeling and don't want to be told to be positive or try to be convinced that there's a positive spin on what they're experiencing. Sometimes we just need to really sit with our emotions and essentially just let them move through us in their own time. And so the third reason that toxic positivity is toxic is that it doesn't allow us to feel the whole array of our emotions as humans and work through these, which can really just affect us on a subconscious level as well. So if you're suppressing certain emotions and not allowing yourself to feel these, these are going to be getting stored in your soma, so your body. And if these aren't good emotions, for example, again, grief, fear, anger, jealousy, any of those kind of things, just to name a few, we don't want these stored in our body. That's not a good thing, absolutely not. It's a common thing because often as people we don't know how to work through these feelings in a healthy way, but it's not a good thing. We want to be avoiding this. And so if you find yourself feeling a negative emotion and you're just suppressing it and pushing it to the side and not acknowledging it, not letting it move through you, not working through it, in an effort to just shift back into this forced, happy, positive mindset, then, yeah, you're not giving yourself space to work through it. So some examples of toxic positivity that we may not even realise are toxic positivity are giving people who don't share their emotions or don't express negative emotions the label of being stronger or even more likable than others particularly those who do express their emotions so pushing people to thrive um regardless of what their kind of circumstances at the time are so a really good example of this that i know a lot of people have spoken about before is the pressure people had on them during covid and the whole pandemic lockdowns that kind of thing I feel like there was a lot of talk around how people still felt pressure to basically be 
doing things, even though we were in like a worldwide crisis. Like a completely normal response to the COVID situation would be for people to be struggling to function, essentially. Like it was a traumatic crisis experience that we all experienced on a collective level. And, but there was still just kind of this collective pressure to be doing things like working out at home or still working from home or learning new skills or socializing with friends in other ways, like whether it was via playing games or like Zoom calls or Skype calls, that kind of stuff. So even though people obviously probably meant well, like there was this pressure on all of us to still be essentially doing things and bettering ourselves and still getting up every morning and being productive. And even though that definitely had benefits, like I'm not at all saying that people should have just stayed in bed and been depressed all through COVID. I think it was still almost a form or an example of like toxic positivity. It was people perpetuating this idea that like, oh, like, you know, just keep a positive mindset. Like you can do this and do this and do this to feel better when there needed to be space for people to just feel what they were feeling during this, again, crisis. For anyone who was able to go through the pandemic essentially as normal and do, you know, productive things and sociable things and still make good use of their time, that's amazing. But for the people that struggled and maybe weren't feeling their best selves and really just didn't feel like doing anything, that's okay too. That was a normal response to the situation. So other quick examples of toxic positivity just in our everyday lives are people using phrases like, oh, like it could be worse or just think of like X situation, like, oh, your situation's better than that. At least like you've got it better than this person. Or telling people in times of like tragedy or catastrophe that everything happens for a reason. Or the idea of like, you know, just focus on the positives or telling someone to just focus on the good things in their life. Again, all probably well-meaning things. And there are times where like that kind of outlook definitely can help. Like there are times where we really do need to just step back and look at the good things in our lives and, you know, not focus on the negatives. But there's other times where we might be facing something that is just pure tragedy. Like there's no justification for it. And for certain situations, being told that everything happens for a reason or you just need to focus on the good or it could be worse or basically just this idea of like you need to get over and focus on other stuff can be really harmful and again dismissive and just not good and so some more subtle examples that we might literally just be experiencing on the day-to-day that don't seem particularly harmful but can be a little bit are things like quotes going around that are like good vibes only that kind of thing so basically just this idea of like good or positive only And I just want to come back to the idea as well of everything happening for a reason. So this is something that I've personally found myself saying before, quite regularly, actually. It's one of the things I kind of do tell myself in times of um, obviously not like major, major negative happenings, but, you know, little things that go wrong or just, you know, little experiences of rejection, things that don't work out the way I want them to. I will often tell myself that everything happens for a reason or what misses me wasn't meant for me, what is meant for me will never miss me, that kind of stuff. The what misses me wasn't meant for me quote is actually one of my favourites. I have it in a frame on my dresser in my bedroom. So that, yeah, for example, that is literally one of my favourite quotes. 
And while I do personally believe in that way of thinking for 80 to 90% of life, like in the context of, you know, careers, opportunities, relationships, rejections, that kind of stuff, absolutely I believe in that sentiment. But there's still that percentage of circumstances that are just out of our control. They might not have happened for a reason, but they've happened. And even though we didn't deserve that and we didn't bring it on ourselves, I guess all we kind of have for those situations is that we do have control over how we handle them and how we address them and how we move forward from them. And so that's where the human experience comes into it. So manifestation or spiritual work or energetic work and the laws of the universe do not make us immune to the human experience. As long as we are operating from human vessels, sounds a little bit weird, but <laughs> human vessels, we are limited by the human experience. And with that human experience, not all of the time, but at some point in our life, we are likely going to experience traumatic events or traumatic loss or just circumstances that are out of our control. And so that's why toxic positivity can be really damaging because as humans, we need to be able to work through these things in our own ways and we need to feel the feelings associated with them. We need to be able to grieve and feel crappy and acknowledge that sometimes things do just suck without minimizing or stopping ourselves or even carrying guilt or shame for feeling these emotions. And so the kind of work that we do talk about doing here, when done properly and sustainably and effectively, integrates these feelings that aren't quote-unquote positive. And yeah, this is essentially what some will call shadow work, working through our trauma, that kind of stuff. It can help us to process unprocessed grief, anger, pain, trauma, whatever it is. So real energetic work or sustainable energetic work isn't just slapping a smile on and pretending everything is perfect all of the time and forcing yourself to be happy all of the time. That's surface level. It's not sustainable and does way more harm than good because we then have this pressure on us and we can crumble under the pressure of always needing to be happy or quote unquote high vibe. Deep, sustainable, energetic work is about allowing ourselves to feel the full range of feelings that we can experience as human beings and doing the deeper inner work to reprogram our minds on a subconscious level. So it's not about just being happy on surface level, it's about going deeper. It's about actually changing our beliefs and attitudes. When we talk about being high vibe, this does not necessarily just mean being like blindly happy or optimistic. High vibe is confidence and security and faith in yourself and faith in the universe and love for yourself and feelings of gratitude and deservingness. And these things obviously do go pretty hand in hand with feeling good and happy. Like if you're feeling confident and, you know, love towards yourself and deserving and that kind of stuff, like there's a good chance you're going to be feeling good and happy in that moment as well. But they are not mutually exclusive. You do not need to be feeling happy all of the time to still be in a magnetic energy. I don't know if you guys can hear the noise happening at the moment. I mean, she's stopped now, but Selena is literally like chewing the little like door stopper thing. I've got my office door closed and she's in here with me and she's just, yeah, basically chewing the door, trying to get out and she's being very noisy. <laughs> Okay, I've just released her from the office. It's going on dinner time, actually, so she's probably getting hungry and impatient. 
Um, but yeah, where was I? Um, so yeah, they're not mutually exclusive. You don't need to be feeling happy all of the time to be in yeah, a magnetic energy. So for example, you could be going through one of the like worst weeks of your life. Like maybe you're just having a really rough time, but you could still be holding faith in yourself and your deservingness and basically just separating that experience from your beliefs, I guess, if that makes sense. So this doesn't mean you need to be jumping for joy and feeling great or even pretending that you're feeling great. You can be deeply heartbroken or sad or angry on the surface, on the conscious level, but still be very rooted in feelings of safety and faith on an unconscious level. So these feelings may not be what you're necessarily outwardly expressing, but deep down you can still have trust that you know life in general works in your favor, that you don't deserve what's happening in that present moment, that the world isn't inherently awful, that what you're experiencing will pass, that you're looked after, and that this experience doesn't need to change your beliefs or how you view yourself or how you view the world. And trust that on the other side of the experience, there's still a beautiful, amazing life waiting for you. And so obviously that's a little bit of a, um example for maybe a bit more of a dramatic event. But the same thing applies for just like crappy days or crappy weeks or crappy months. Some people, when they are having a crappy moment, if they're kind of on this journey of doing, you know, spiritual energetic work, if they're having a crappy day or a crappy week, they'll fall into this idea of like, oh my God, I've got to get myself in a better mood or I won't be attracting my desires. And I'm literally speaking from experience here as well. Like I've absolutely had moments like that, especially very early on, even sometimes still, like I still catch myself in the belief of like, oh my God, like I'm having a crappy day. I feel like crap and I've got to shift out of that. Otherwise I'm not going to be calling in my desires, but I'm working on this for myself. And the fact is that that's not the case. Being in a not great mood is not just going to like ruin everything you're working towards manifestation and energetic work is done on a deeper level through our thoughts and beliefs and attitudes and this doesn't mean that one or several not great days or days where you're just not feeling yourself are going to make everything crumble down manifestation is about having the deep belief that regardless of your bad days you're worthy you're deserving and that it's absolutely inevitable that your desires will be coming to you and that you don't need to jump through the hoops of always being positive for this to happen. I know I personally quite often fall into spirals of feeling just like not great. And they can honestly last for weeks at times. I feel like in general they'll only last for like a couple of days, maybe a week tops. But there's definitely been longer stretches. Especially being a girl, our cycles can obviously have a pretty big impact on our emotions. And this is absolutely normal as well. And so all of the feelings that we feel as humans are normal. So jealousy, insecurity, all of that kind of stuff are common and normal. That's not to say it's good to be feeling those things, but it's something that as humans, we literally all feel at one point or another. It's not like you're an outlier if you're feeling those emotions. This is just our shadow side and it's a part of us. It's human. It's yeah, literally a part of us. And the shadow side does not equal bad. We can't just click our fingers and only feel good all of the time. It's not like a light switch where you can just flick on and off between like happy and not happy emotions. 
but we can control how we respond to these feelings and the things that we do when we are feeling low. For me, I personally try to focus on when I'm having like a bad week or a bad day. I really try to focus on self-love and essentially just not beating myself up over things. I focus on being kind to myself and separating essentially just a bad patch from a bad life. And when I say self-love, I don't mean some extravagant like self-love practices, although occasionally if I feel like that's what I need to feel better, I will do that. But self-love can literally just be giving yourself what you need in that moment. Whether it's rest or a particular comfort food or something like that, I will focus on giving myself what I need and trying to essentially just comfort myself. And I'll put that day or week in a box and I don't let it affect the rest of my life. I'll acknowledge that I'm having a rough time for whatever reason. I'll sit with it and do what I need to do at that time to get through it. If I can, I'll try my best to make it a bit of a learning experience. But sometimes even that is just too much when we're not feeling great and all we can do is be kind to ourselves when we're experiencing times like this. And so I also do like to work on beliefs that might come up as a result of the bad day. So I find that when I'm having a bad day or a bad week, that's when my negative thought patterns really seem to surface. It obviously like brings out the worst in me, I guess, or the worst of my mindset. So I'll kind of make note of what's coming up for me and what is recurring in my thoughts at that time. And then obviously try to address that if it's not kind of in that moment. Like, again, sometimes I just don't feel like even acknowledging that kind of stuff when I'm having a not great time, but I will make note of it and work through it at a later date when I'm feeling a little bit more up to it. And so depending on how, I guess, crappy I'm feeling, I will sometimes try to pull myself out of that low energy into a higher vibe. Or actually, to be honest, I feel like I will always try to do that, but sometimes I just know pretty quickly that it's not one of those moments where I can just shift into a higher energy like sometimes it's just a little bit too much and I'm like no I just need to rest and just ride it out and move through it other times I literally can just like go run myself a bath or go get myself some food that I really like or something and I can just high vibe myself into a better mood and so that's where things like um in one of the previous episodes we talked about having like a list of high vibe things that keep you in a high vibe state. So that's where I might pull out some of those things. But again, it's not going to work all the time. Sometimes it's just like, no, not today. We're sad today for whatever reason and we just want to be sad and we're just going to feel into that. And I guess the key for me is that I will allow myself to experience that, but... I feel like I've developed this self-awareness, like I'm self-aware enough to know that that's not me. That's not who I am. And as much as it might be what I'm feeling in the moment, I'm able to separate that from who I am as a person. And I don't stay in that vibe. I don't allow myself to just stay in a low vibrational state like if I need to write it out for a day or a few days I will but then as soon as I know that I'm capable of picking my mood up again I'll immediately do what I can to shift back into like you know 
a more positive mindset. So again, coming back to our like high vibrational lists, absolutely, if you're not feeling great, try to pick yourself up out of it. If you can avoid falling into that low point in the first place, amazing. But we can't stay out of that place forever. Like it's going to happen at some point, inevitably, as humans, we're going to find ourselves at some point in a bit of a low state. And if you find yourself there and you're feeling up to it, then absolutely try to pick yourself back up into a higher vibe state. Pull out your list of high vibe activities. See if you can do anything to try and get yourself back into that vortex of high vibe energy, because that is where we want to be. And it's so, so amazing to be in that kind of space. But if you can't do this, like you just, it's not a time where going and getting your nails done is going to make you feel better. Don't beat yourself up over that. That's completely human and normal. Respect the feelings and allow yourself whatever it is that you need in those moments to let the feelings move through you. And that's exactly what we want to be doing. We don't want to have this energy stuck in us and we don't want to be stuck in that energy. We want to let it move through us so that we can return back to being our baddest bitch version of ourselves. <laughs> and so the other thing we want to remember is that these times where we're feeling a bit low are not reflections on us as people. So shitty things happen, shitty days happen, and if you can feel crappy and not take it on board as a reflection of your worthiness or your deservingness, that in itself is growth. That's something that a lot of people can't do. A lot of people will fall into this space of being like, oh, I deserve this. Like if you can have a bad day and separate it from your week or life or you as a person, that is growth. It's when we start perpetuating or feeding into limiting beliefs and attitudes as a result of low moments that we have a bit of a problem. Of course, if we're crumbling and falling into this space of thoughts like, of course this would happen to me, shitty things always happen to me, or anything even remotely similar to that pattern of thought, that's when you're going to start becoming magnetic to not so great things because that belief is deeply rooted in you that shitty things do happen to you and you attract bad luck and of course these things happen to you. It's not about the surface feelings, it's about the deeper beliefs and views and attitudes. There's a big difference between toxic positivity, so just forcing positivity on situations where it's just not really the vibe, and choosing to live with self-awareness and intention. Toxic positivity is forcing yourself to just look for the good and to just be feeling good all the time. Not allowing yourself to feel any crappy emotions, suppressing them, beating yourself up over them. Living with self-awareness and intention is being aware of the emotions and feelings and thoughts, understanding where they're coming from, separating them from who you inherently are as a person, isolating them, not allowing them to bleed into other areas of your life or, you know, your week or your month. Choosing not to spiral into like a woe is me attitude or everything is awful mindset. Doing what you can to feel better and allowing these emotions to move through you. Learning from them where and if you can. Second to that, there's also a big, big difference between toxic positivity and just looking for the negative. So not taking any accountability and not taking any opportunity to look for the good is just as bad as toxic positivity. So this isn't a good energy to be in. There's a 
sweet spot in the middle. Toxic negativity is obviously just as real as toxic positivity. So feeding into everything is terrible all the time and good stuff never happens to me because I don't deserve it is obviously just as bad as toxic positivity. <laughs> so it goes without saying that we don't want to be covering up or ignoring emotions, but we also don't want to actively find ourselves feeding into and getting stuck in ones that aren't serving us, so negative emotions. Consciously choosing to feel into sadness or grief or anger or jealousy or lack or any of those kinds of emotions obviously isn't going to be serving us either, just like toxic positivity isn't going to be serving us. So the general idea really behind all of this energetic work and the laws of the universe is that we control what we put our energy into and we have the power to shift our focus. So that's why it's about the deeper reprogramming of our subconscious minds, which I know I've mentioned a bit and I do obviously want to go into that deeper in another episode. But this is essentially where we rewire our beliefs to go from limiting to like a growth mindset. So getting rid of the old negative patterns and beliefs that aren't serving us and going into beliefs that are serving us. But yeah, so it's about this deeper subconscious work, clearing our limiting beliefs, clearing stock energy, clearing feelings and expectations of negativity and scarcity. That's another big one too. Expectations. There's a big difference between not so great things happening to us and working through them, moving through them, doing what we need to do to get through them and expecting bad stuff to happen to us. That's when we will be attracting that kind of stuff. So we need to really shift from expecting bad shit to happen to us to expecting amazing things to happen to us. If you wake up in the morning and you're expecting that you're going to have a bad day and you're expecting that you're going to end up in a crappy mood, that's what you're probably going to get. Like, it's going to be very unlikely that you're going to have an amazing day because you've woken up and you're putting your energy into this idea of, I'm going to have a shit day today. On the other hand, if you wake up and you're just like, I'm going to have an amazing day today, like I feel so good, I'm going to have the best day ever, then that's probably what you're going to experience. The energy that we want to be in is not just completely ignorant to the struggles that we may experience as humans, but we do want to be striving to vibe as high as we can and step into the highest version of ourselves. The version of us that is an energetic match to our desires and our dream life and just what we want to be experiencing. Again, we might not have control over absolutely the entire world and every single little thing that we experience, especially when it comes to other people, but we do have control over a very big portion of our lives and we get to control how we respond to things in our inner world and how we're showing up in the world. So we want our focus to be on doing the best we can in these areas. Anyway, I think... That's probably enough for this episode. I've rambled for a little bit now. <laughs> um, as I mentioned before, it's dinner time. I think we're going to be making homemade pizzas for dinner, which is really yummy. We have made them actually for the past few nights, but I'm really enjoying them. I feel like we're the kind of couple, or I'm the kind of person, and Sam's just kind of joined in on that. 
uh, that likes to kind of have the same thing for dinner for a few nights before shifting to a different meal. I think I just like to get the most out of like, I don't know, when we shop we tend to buy enough for like multiple meals so it seems like a waste to only have one meal with the stuff we've bought and then not use the rest of it. So yes, we'll be having pizza for dinner again tonight but no complaints here because it's been absolutely delicious. I've been having like vegan mock pepperoni on my pizza and then also adding a bunch of stuff out of my veggie garden which has been really cool. I feel like I've just been taking any opportunity I have to be using veggies and stuff out of my vegetable garden. So I've been adding like basil, rocket, parsley, that kind of stuff just to jazz it up a little bit. And there's something so nice about eating stuff that you have grown yourself. I don't know what it is. I don't know whether it's just like our primal human old school like farmer instincts, but it, I don't know, it just feels really cool to be eating stuff that you've actually grown yourself. So I feel like that's also part of why I've been really vibing pizza this week because I'm like, hell yeah, I get to chuck a bunch of stuff from a veggie pouch in. On that note, this pizza talk is making me super hungry, so I am going to go start making dinner. But yeah, as always, thank you guys so much again for tuning in. If you've taken the time to listen to this, I really, really appreciate it. I hope that you've taken something away from it or that it's helped you in some way. I've received some really, really beautiful messages from people that have been listening, sharing kind of stories or just takeaways with me, which is so beautiful. I really appreciate that. And I've received so many kind words, which is really, really amazing too. So thank you guys so, so much for that. If you are enjoying the episodes, it would mean the absolute world to me if you subscribed and maybe left me a rating and review. That obviously helps me to reach more people, but I'd also just really absolutely love to know that people are enjoying this and to hear what you guys are thinking of it so far. Um, so yeah, like, subscribe rate, review, all of that good stuff. And I hope everyone really enjoys the full moon tonight, although it will not be a full moon by the time this comes out, although I will upload this to Tuesday now and I feel like I'll upload it either tomorrow or Thursday. And in saying that, if you listen to it when it first comes out, um, you can kind of harness the new moon and full moon powers for like a few days either side of the actual moon itself so yeah I mean if you're listening to this like later in the week like Thursday Friday there's still time to do some full moon magic-y kind of stuff <laughs> um but yeah like I said before I'll probably put I can't even talk probably pop a reel up on Instagram of like my little full moon bath ritual situation for tonight so if you're curious as to what I ended up doing you can pop over to Instagram and have a look at that um but yeah otherwise I'm gonna go make dinner and then get in my bath so thank you guys again hope you enjoyed and I'll talk to you next time